Oh, H-A-I. That's high. Are you high? <laughs> it's a brand new episode of Oh, For the Love of Life. Every two weeks, we drop a brand new episode. And this one was an interesting one because not only did we interview them, yes. we filmed another video series that we do on our Facebook page, Mr. Young and Jackie. Go say hi on our... Huh, hi, hi again. On our Facebook page, by the way. That's M-I-S-T-E-R-Y-O-U-N-G-N-J-A-C-Q-U-I. Yes, we did go-karting. Mm -hmm. And we went to the karting arena, which of course is run and owned by Yui Tan and Claire Jedrick. Yeah, we got to spend some time with them, talk to them a little bit, and of course, I don't know what we were thinking, we raced with them. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> they are professional racers. Mm -hmm. We didn't so much race with them as yeah. we raced with each other. They just <laughs> lapped us like five times. You know, that's the funny thing. You know you're good at what you do when because we were given the exact same go-karts oh, as them, wow. okay? But they were way in front. We were eating their dust. Oh, yes. <laughs> they are both professional racers. Mm -hmm. They are married. Yep. They have kids and... You know what? We had that conversation with them after we did the racing, right? right. So, um, yeah, this is us a little bit sweaty. <laughs> but having a little bit of fun yeah. with them as well as we talk to them about their lives in the fast lane, as it were, raising kids, what they've learned from that racing life. Mm -hmm. So let's get into this conversation. Here we go right now. It's uh, Yui Tan and Claire Jedrick. Oh, for the love of life. Alright guys, thank you so much for spending time with us here today. We just went a couple of rounds on the track. It was so much fun, right? Yes, it was uh, very exhilarating. I felt like I was part of the Fast and the Furious for a second there. Fast <laughs> <laughs> and Furious 10, 11, 12. Yeah, yeah right? right. Yeah, we should make a we feature. We will be in the yeah. next few movies. <laughs> now, how did you all get into racing? I grew up in Australia when I was a kid and mm -hmm. I went to Formula One to watch the Grand Prix uh. every year. And where I grew up was the season finale. So world champions were crowned. Right. And back then, I think the barrier of entry was a lot lower. You could get a ticket for 12 bucks. Right. And you would go there and lay on the grass and, and like just watch Formula One. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed watching motor racing when I was, uh, was a young boy. Mm -hmm. And it's just always been a dream to be able to go motor racing. Right. Who was your favorite racer? Who was your guy? Well, when I was young, I really liked uh, Ayrton Senna. Oh, okay. I also liked Schumacher mm -hmm. as I got a little bit older. The eras crossed over. So yeah, it was really nice to grow up watching those guys. And you could really get quite close to them. It's not like today how everyone's like mega celebrity yeah. and all that kind of thing. So. Yeah, that's how I got into it. What is that moment where you go, okay, no, I don't care about everything else. This is what I'm going to do. Because th there's a difference between growing up, watching something and wanting to do it and actually doing it, right? It's quite an interesting question to answer because it, it almost feels like your first year will be your last year and every year is your last year. So instead of trying to think about making a whole massive career out of it, I just think about getting to the next step over and over and over. And that's actually enabled to create longevity because... Claire and I have been together for, I think, like six or seven years or something like that. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and ever since we met, it's always been the last year already, you know? Mm. So it's just taking baby steps and then all of a sudden lasting a long time. Don't care about your end goal, but just to think about your system in order to achieve what you need to achieve next. Right. What yeah. about yourself, Claire? I must say it's quite the opposite. I didn't dream about it. I didn't grow up in motorsport. I didn't watch it prior to 2007. Oh. Um, I know exactly when. <laughs> um, and I've worked in the media for the last uh, decade. And actually, when I came back to Singapore, he was actually just more of a social media friend. And he, he came back and he was like, oh, I just happened to have like a, a job. Uh, would you be interested in commentating for oh. karting? And that's really where it kind of started from, from the commentating to be able to speak about any sport or to be able to commentate you have to know the sport the people how to drive what's going on what they're feeling what their moves are so I got really heavily involved in that I got to know the players got to know what it felt like to, to cut 
and from there um, we had this uh, idea of a coffee talk and uh, I think it was the Singapore Grand Prix 2013 we said hey what if we put a package together and try to go racing and in three months same thing went knocking on doors put a package together found sponsors and then I did my first year racing in 2014 and didn't look back and yeah that's just bled out to all sorts of other areas yeah, actually, yeah. automotive and, and yeah I mean one interesting point that uh, that she just made me think of is like when I met her she was much more uh, into the media and I was much more into motor racing and actually below Formula One I, I would say that motor racing is almost like a like a dinosaur sport when it comes to marketing people are not as yeah. advanced yeah. with right. social media and yeah. stuff like that but in Singapore the media is advanced but maybe there's not a lot of like uh, uh, money in the industry for advertising mm -hmm. so by joining the two things together we could actually create a better package to try and find more sponsors like be a more like a evolved marketing package than the guy next to you mm. probably one of the reasons why we've survived yeah. but how do you go from someone who was previously in the media not racing not having yeah. any interest to actually becoming a race did you have to go through training what kind of training yeah well absolutely i mean i mean i think a fair point which you know is that i've always played sport i've done right. like extreme sports in the past as well so it was something which is innate within me to want to try and I think it was not just a, a matter of because it was motorsport I think it's because my interest lay in doing something different and because it's such uh, far from being physical it's uh, the science of driving and racing it was something the physics about it is something that I had never done uh -huh. um, I didn't understand anything about it the engineering and uh, what what it really meant to go racing like I said the science because it's not a sport where you can get creative you know mm. there's specifics and there's data right. and the information it's not a subjective thing no right. it's not yeah. right. <laughs> but, and it was something which I it was something because I'd never understood or been part of that I, I, I took it as a challenge at that point in time um, but going back to what you were saying about the training I think I did uh, yeah 10 hours of training simulated training on the track before I got there and um, we joined the national series for Malaysia the mm. national um, racing uh, series yeah, racing yeah. series and then, um, of course, there's a lot of testing, which is like practice. So you have to spend a lot of time going over there and testing and then signing up for the racing series. But right. it's, it's constant. It's constant of uh, going through that. Do you what? guys fall in love with it more and more every day? or like for, for, me, mm -hmm. for me, I think it's been kind of a process. And, I've always, and he knows this. It's been almost like a religion for me mm. because it was quite a pivotal moment in my life where it's taught me important perspectives in life. Life uh, lessons. Yeah, life lessons, bumper stickers and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but it's taught me a lot about, yeah, just how to live it. And it's really worked in all areas of my life, career, in relationship. It, it teaches you basic things like how to communicate. Because mm. you're not, for instance, a lot of people think, oh, the driver's the star of the show. But you don't. Uh, you don't just have the driver, you have an entire team. Mm. You've got your manager, your engineer, some people got physio, you know, you've got your mechanics, and it's all these people who make a difference whether you win or lose. So mm. it's, it's all these kind of basic things which I kind of follow. Those are my commandments, mm. you know, right. when it comes to yeah. racing. Yeah, racing's very, like, objective-driven and... Uh, <laughs> objective-driven. Yeah, So it's, um, you know, like, you know, in real life, for example, let's say you have, like, two people that have different opinions, mm -hmm. and they're talking about, oh, it's it's actually I'm right no I'm right no I'm right but in motor racing a lot of the time there there really isn't that problem you know mm -hmm. so it's yeah. just a matter of learning the knowledge and then applying the knowledge to make the car go as fast as possible and then the end result is timed with a lap time so you can't say that that this way is better or this way is worse if the lap time is improving yeah. so yeah. so if you can live life that way actually there's a lot less debate and a lot less argument and a lot less opinion mm -hmm. and it's probably one of the reasons why we actually get along 
well now. No, it is, it is like, a reason, and yeah. Because there's just, we realize that everything's like that if you want it to be. Yeah. So there's very little argument with anything that we do in life. And they say mm. the data never lies. So it's a very humbling experience with motorsport. Mm. You can't even lie to yourself, you know, mm. you can't. So it's, it's a really interesting, like I said, life core perspective and, and meaning behind the whole motorsport. Life can be so simple, but I think you just hit the nail on the head thing. Because life can be so simple, we're the ones that complicate it sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. As when she was saying the data wasn't lying, like uh, sometimes when you're driving a car, you think, oh, this is happening because of this, and this is happening because of that. But mm. there is a data recorder that's recording everything that's happening inside the car. Yeah. Mm. Or a video recorder or something like, oh, you know, don't do this with your hands. I wasn't doing it. Yes, you were. Here is the proof. Don't right. bluff. He's talking yeah. about yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about me. I did that. I remember the first like oh. few times. He's like, you let go. I was like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, let's check the video footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of makes it quite an interesting, uh, an interesting thing. I remember many years ago there was an article that we read somewhere about the most uh, honest and and dishonest occupations, and mm. actually sport is yeah. amongst the most honest occupations because of like when you swim a 50 meter there's a lap time and when you drive a lap in a car there's a lap timer so yeah. there's you can't say you're better than the other guy when you're not yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. but that's why yeah. i think also the highs are highs and the lows can be low unless you know how to manage that mm. right yeah i don't know why i had a flashback to one of those mm -hmm. uh that, that the episode of black mirror i don't know if you guys watched I that did. show yeah where they had the recording device yes. in the implanted in the eyes right and you recorded everything yes. and uh yeah they live out life like that where you a bit like the truman show yeah where you could oh, go back that, yeah, okay. and you know because I never watched Black Mirror so Truman I Show know, really? Yeah, you got that reference <laughs> but not Black Mirror how yeah, old yeah. are you? oh shut up <laughs> mom okay congrats on your new addition to the family by the way thank you your yeah. baby girl how's everybody adapting? we're good <laughs> we're about organization mm. we're about yeah, organization like down to the T and time and and even if it takes hours before time, just to be on time. Yeah, I think the war is one one in preparation in that one. Okay, yeah. is there something pasted on the refrigerator like duties split between the two of you? Being no, like, not really. Oh, okay. I think we I think we, we find a way of gauging it without discussing it too much. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I, yeah. I, clan, I clean the cat poop. He charges things. That's it. Simple. Good communication. All right. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All this planning does it come from your time as racers? Oh, for you me, reckon? absolutely. Yeah, I was I the most unstructured person ever. Like, when <laughs> I met him, oh, yes. That's very true. <laughs> it is. No, I think so. I think it really helps. Um in to, to work in a place like on a race weekend so many things need to be done mm -hmm. and uh, and there's only X amount of time to do it in they're not going to make more hours for you in the day yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, to get the maximum performance so I think it's helped a lot and if you're used to doing things fast when you're doing things slow slowly it's it's not really stressful if you don't have to do things quickly so yeah I think it helps yeah tech teaming helps so how do you guys juggle like you have so much going on and then now with your kids like how do you even juggle life and jobs and Social um, life. It's a choice. Yeah. The, the, the one number one rule that we said mm -hmm. when we had our first one, because mm. uh, it's our second one, was that let's try not change life and, and, and stick to who we are and what we do. Mm -hmm. And if we had to do anything in traveling where we'll just strap them to our back. And I mean, of course, that, see, that seems a little bit naive because it's a bit harder than that because mm -hmm. you don't know what your child's going to come out like. Right. Um, but generally, we stick by the rule and we're fine with saying okay to help. Like we have our family or we have like um, our moms. I think we're really grateful for family helping out when we, when we need, the, when we need mm -hmm. the help. Yeah. Yeah. You guys do something very unique and as a couple at that, do you think your kids are going to get into it? 
Who knows? It's a constant debate. I, Who knows? I always joke that it's cheaper for him to. Maybe there's like a Frisbee Championship 2050. I was like, play oh, tennis. It's too expensive. Yeah, I don't know. Tennis, Frisbee, why not? I, yeah, whatever yeah. you can do, you know. Whatever's yeah. free. Yeah. yeah. Football, <laughs> no, I mean, if they want to do it, we'll try and support it. And if they don't want to do it, we'll yeah. also try and support what they want to do. Mm. But I think it's like, just like sharing our duties at home, we don't try and force each other to do things that we don't want to do because it just makes it that much harder if you don't want to do what you want to do. Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Do they have their own little race cars at home? Yeah. Oh, he's got a lot of little. He's got a lot. We are trying to influence the situation. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a race car here. Yeah. Put yeah. that there yeah. in case yeah. you want yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is the tougher job, being a race car driver or being a mom and dad? I think for me, it'd probably be it, it's still a mom. It's a tough job, and kudos to any parent, mm-hmm. a mom or dad out there who's re- who juggles because we're not tagged to a specific time, like nine to five. I mean, it's yep. all hours for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we can try and chop and change, but it's it's a tough job. You know, I mean, they're unpredictable. But I mean, at the same time, it's it is rewarding in its own way. It's nothing that I could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. Talking so, about the unpredictability, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys talked about you know every racing season as well. There's that air of unpredictability. Does it hang on you, or do you just, like you said, live each race as it is? You, you get used to it. Obviously, it's more difficult to only have like one year contracts in life. That mm-hmm. kind of sucks. That's the only thing that I don't like about it. Actually, it actually makes you tired thinking about it over yeah. the years. <laughs> and if it's there was job, if there was one yeah. reason why I wanted to stop doing it, it's because of that one year contract thing. Right. But driving this every year. <laughs> <laughs> I hear this all the time. But driving is really fun. It's it's just something that it's just really hard to explain to people what it is when you go driving fast, you right. know? Yeah. And in a very controlled environment and mm. with rules and regulations and then driving around corners or braking uh, in a very short distance is the hard part about it. Everybody can go flat in the accelerator in yep. a fast car. But it is an activity that I've always loved and it's, and it's still a lot of fun. I, ju- I just raced on last weekend and it mm. didn't go very well, um, but it was still a lot of fun. Right. And uh, like this year in Singapore is going to be my 11th Singapore Grand Prix. Mm. And, and that just never gets boring, right. even though you'd think after 11 years it would, but it doesn't. <laughs> Oh, congratulations, so, by the way, on 11 oh, years. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's ages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for something that's always going to be your last year and 11 years later, you're, you're still doing it, it's good. I think you appreciate yeah. it. You appreciate it a lot. One day, yeah, one day you look back and you think, I should have appreciated it more mm. in anything. And I think some people think it's crazy. Like, why would you spend all your time, all year, trying to find 0.3 seconds? It's barely like a slow blink. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but you know each to his own right I mean, <laughs> well i think people don't understand it because it's not their passion clearly this is what drives you guys well drives you guys yeah, yeah. but you know you drive the car but i mean <laughs> if it's your passion if it's your one and you go to sleep thinking about it you wake up thinking about it i mean it's got to mean something definitely it's always been something that i've loved since i was a kid i've loved watching it even when she was giving birth to our second <laughs> child uh, six minutes before the actual delivery i was watching a race with all my mates in it on my phone that's dedication man and, uh, <laughs> and then when she said that she was giving birth can you stop watching the race i was like <laughs> I, I asked her whether she just could hold on a little bit or push the baby back in because wait, wait it was a, there was a debate about it it was, yeah. a, it was, a, it was an exhilarating <laughs> moment i mean like the childbirth uh, or the <laughs> Both, both. Uh, you know, I've been with I've been with Porsche Motorsports since the very beginning. So, uh, a Porsche was doing very well that day mm. with one of my really good friends driving the car, and he was uh. coming up the order. So it was a very exciting moment. But mm-hmm. it was all exciting at that time. <laughs> and, uh, 
I actually even had time to take a picture of my phone with Claire giving birth in the background. Yeah, he does. He does have Very a nice. photo. Yeah. Good oh Good Which is now on Instagram if you want to see it. Of course it is. There you go. I, I remember you did one thing one time I hosted in you, the airport. You raced... Changi uh, Airport, right? Yeah, Changi Airport. You raced uh, a plane. A plane, yeah. 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 When, yeah. when was this? this was 2009. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Good memory then. Who came <laughs> up with, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, I, I came up with that. Um, yeah. It was about 4 o'clock in the morning. I just I just come back from future. I was completely um, I was over eighteen. Yeah, of course. And uh, intoxicated. And uh, at that time, my racing career just started, and things were going very badly in the economy. If you remember, two thousand eight was the year of the Lehman Brothers yep, and the yep. Citibank collapse and all that. So I was getting quite worried. So my friends and I, in all our glory, were thinking like, what can we do that's really really stupid <laughs> that would garner money. quite a lot of attention mm-hmm. and maybe be able to raise money? So we just we were watching Top Gear after we came oh, home man. that night, ordering mm-hmm. McDonald's, and they were racing a Bugatti and a and a jet, and we thought. <laughs> We hey. thought, why not? Let's <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah. So we spent five months of our lives doing that with a company called Division Communications. Mm-hmm. We worked for many months for free to try and make this happen. Got right. the airlines together, got the car manufacturers together, got the airport, and and after five months of negotiating, like uh, we made a deal, and mm. it actually happened. Yep. In today's world, I don't think I just could risk half a year of my life trying to figure out whether I could do something or not but back then I had time yeah yeah, yeah. well, well <laughs> yeah. that and now you you know you have a family and everything I think yeah. your priorities have shifted just a tinge absolutely so yeah it was a very memorable thing like it's amazing people actually still talk about it today yeah. there's still videos that are broadcasted for it and it was uh, the, the funny thing is I was actually at that event with my then boyfriend and I knew him I knew him <laughs> And I went for it. I remember he was giving a speech, and I thought, "What's he going on about? What's he talking about? This is so boring." (laughs) So years later, I said to him, "I was like, remember that speech? He was like, yeah, the best time." I was was having the best time ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, "What's he going?" I was like, "Great, the 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 racing jet plane." (laughs) Now I look back and I think, "What was I thinking?" Yeah. All right, guys. So, what is success to you guys? For me, I just like to to have a good family, not argue with the wife. <laughs> have a nice life. Keep it simple. Uh, yeah, make sure mm-hmm. that we we do a good job with the kids, and uh, survive in motor racing until I find that I'd like to stop rather than getting fired. <laughs> Those are all my dreams in a couple of sentences. All I positive. Think. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Probably the same. Just get on with daily life and yeah, just run our business. The kids do things we want to do and. Um, I don't actually really think about much about what is success or what's happiness or yeah well, I think we just get on with things and I think we spend a lot of time with each other. Some people say that working with your other half is <laughs> tough on the relationship because you see each other like literally 23 hours a day mm. right? How do you deal with that? Well, do you th- ever you know get to that point where oh my god this guy <laughs> or this gal again you know? No I think very early on in our relationship we set the we set the bar mm. about where it was that mm. we never brought anything home and the thing is the truth is even though you say that you do we talk about work at home and stuff like that but we always know like what you said earlier on what's subjective and what's objective we don't actually put our emotion into it what needs to be done needs to be done and there's a reason why we do that we don't get offended of each other if something needs to be done we haven't done it or you know it's because we're on the same goal and same agenda to, to get things done and you're not arguing with each other to be you know malicious or anything like that you've got the same goal so Mm -hmm. you know some people don't understand that winning is the only option for us and we always just want to get things done and just get through the day and work together for anybody who is like i want to i want to be a racer but i don't i'm a little scared or apprehensive like what advice would you have go get a go-kart and see how that goes (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Come to the karting arena. Yeah, yeah. Go for eight minutes. If you like it, go for another eight, and then we'll take it from there. Maybe ask mommy and daddy for some money. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's sort of thinking, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Do you have any advice for them? I say just live with a good system. Get stuff done, be disciplined, be hardworking. And if you have like all the ingredients of success, success will just blow in your direction eventually. There's no need to go hunting for it. I don't think that people get rich because they want to get rich. It's probably because they're doing something right and getting rich is a byproduct of what they're doing. I think that goes for motor racing, it goes for business, it goes for life. Just get it done right and everything will be cool as. Yeah, I think you've just got to keep trying. I think even, I mean, for me, I would say that my career and everything and life started at 30 years old I think you've got to take away the mentality about age gender and all these you know things that crop up nowadays yeah, and people are just so caught up in stuff man they just want to argue about everything right yeah I think yeah. just just get on with it it's okay to go back to school it's okay to change career you've got to be able to do it because you've got to be able to look back and say I did something you know you're never going to win the lottery if you don't bet a dollar so you know at the end of the day just you, you've got to do it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Guys, thank you so much for spending. <laughs> thank, you. No, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So much fun today. Thank Thanks you for guys. coming. There you have it. It's Yui Tan and Claire Jedrick. What a fun couple. Hey, proving that a couple that races together <laughs> stays together. And thank you so much for tuning in to us here on our podcast. You know what? However you listen to your audio, mm. be it on Spotify, drop us a follow. If it's on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. If it's on Stitcher, if it's on Spreaker, if it's... However you do it. Whatever platform. Yeah. Give us a follow. Give us a rating if you can. Mm -hmm. We totally appreciate it. And always follow us on Facebook, Mr. Young and Jackie. By the way, I am at Power98MrYoung on Instagram. And I am at Power98Jackie. That's J-A-C-Q-U-I. Of course, if you live in Singapore, we do the Power Breakfast Show on Power98 Love Songs. Waking up 6 a.m. early in the morning Mm -mm. with this energy. (laughs) Yeah. Guaranteed to wake you up. And we keep it like this throughout the whole way. I I don't know how we do it. We should get coffee as a sponsor. (laughs) Anyway, more amazing conversations coming your way Mm. very soon. Next episode drops in two weeks, as always. Oh, for the love of life.